0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone, my name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Colin Trevorrow's original Star Wars 9 script adapted into comic book formed by a fan. The Wizarding World just got bigger with sequels and movies in the harry potter universe from warner brothers and hbo steven spielberg and the stranger things creators are making a new project for netflix and the hogwarts legacy lead designer left production due to the youtube controversy but first up in our top story coming from the folks of ign star wars fan andrew weingana has created a comic book adaptation of Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Episode 9 script, Jewel of the Fates. In a recent Twitter post, Wayne Garner announced that he had been working on a project for the past year. He has shared a link to the webcomic adaptation that he created after the first illustrating two of his favorite scenes from Trevorrow and Derek Connolly's leaked episode 9 script involving the battles between Rey and Hataska Ren on Bonadan and Ren against Vader on Remnicor. After creating these initial comic strips, Weingana took the rest of the story to the drawing board as he went on to create 7 issues of the webcomic adaptation of Duel of the Fates. The first issue is fully colorized while the later issues feature black and white scenes as the creator continues to fill out the details and bring the axed script to life. Like many fans, I was disappointed with The Rise of Skywalker, a retreat from Return of the Jedi that didn't seem to follow the trajectory of the story set up in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, Wangana explained. I was thrilled that Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly's Jeweled the Fakes leak, both the script. An amazing pre-production artwork, which I incorporated into my adaptation. The leaked Jewel The Fate script opens in a time when the First Order has all but completely dominated the galaxy. Communication between planets has been cut off, leading the Resistance to hijack a Star Destroyer and launch a surprise attack on Coruscant in order to activate a hidden Jedi beacon that can pierce the First Order's communication blockade and rally the Resistance allies. Trevorrow confirmed that the leaked script was legitimate after concept art from his axed version of Episode 9 surfaced online last year. The artwork depicted Force Ghost Luke Skywalker blocking Kylo Ren's lightsaber with his hand, Rey using a double-bladed lightsaber to battle Ren, C-3PO comforting his severely damaged psychic R2-D2, and General Leia Organa delivering a message to BB-8. The Rise of Skywalker turned out to be completely different from Trevor's version of Episode 9, and ultimately, J.J. Abrams' version received mixed reviews from fans of the franchise, with some wishing that the movie had been split across two episodes. Even so, the final chapter in the long-spanning saga successfully managed to attract an audience as it crossed over $1 billion at the global box office. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Warner Media chief Jason Killar has talked about the potential expansion of the Harry Potter franchise for HBO Max and Warner Brothers. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Killar made an appearance at an investors' conference on Thursday where he seemingly cast the probable lumos charm and shed a little bit of light on the subject. Of Harry Potter projects at HBO Max. He noted there was a lot of potential for sequels and spin-offs though he stayed under the silencio spell and didn't reveal any firm development plans. There's the little thing called Harry Potter which is one of the most beloved franchises, Killar told the Morgan Stanley technology media and telecommunications conference during the webcast session. And we're incredibly thankful to be able to partner with J.K. Rowling. And so I would argue there's a lot of fun and potential there as well. The outlet notes that discussion about possible sequels for Harry Potter came as Killar addressed the creative fortunes going forward for Warner Brothers. In particular... Killar highlighted the success of HBO and HBO Max after subscribers topped nearly 61 million worldwide in 2020. He said the streamer was so far ahead of pretty much any metric, including engagement, usage per day, and subscriber count. This comes shortly after a report emerged about a Harry Potter TV series being in early development at HBO Max. Sources indicated that broad ideas for the project has been discussed, but that no deals have been made. HBO Max and Warner Brothers commented on the speculation at that time, telling The Hollywood Reporter that there are no Harry Potter series in development at the studio or on the streaming platform. However, it's possible that HBO Max and Warner Brothers were giving a a response based on a very different definition of in-development, with early discussions reportedly ongoing. The two companies may not have defined the project as formally in-development at this early stage, especially with no talent, director or writers being attached to the potential series yet. Harry Potter actor Daniel Radcliffe previously told IGN that he expects the to To receive a full movie or TV reboot one day saying it will be interesting to see how long those films stay. It feels like there's a sacredness around them at the moment, but that will go the shine will wear off at some point. It'll be interesting if they reboot them and just do the films again or do a series. I'm fascinated to watch. It remains unclear what part Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling will play in future addictions to the franchise, particularly those coming from the entertainment companies that hold the rights to create Harry Potter projects. But whatever the case turned out to be, we think the Harry Potter saga needs a fresh start via the medium of television and HBO Max might just be the answer for that. Reports from IGN confirmed that... Stranger Things creators Matt and Ross Duffer have found their next project for Netflix. The Duffer brothers are collaborating with Steven Spielberg's Amblin Television and Paramount Television Studios to adapt Stephen King's The Talisman for the streaming platform per The Hollywood Reporter. Curtis Gwynn, a writer and executive producer on Stranger Things, will serve as showrunner on the project. The Talisman was written by Stephen King and Peter Strubb. The fantasy novel follows a teenage boy named Jack Sawyer searching for the Talisman, an object that can heal his dying mother and save the world. Sawyer journeys across America and the territories, a grim parallel world of our own. Spielberg Purchased the screen rights for the talisman in 1982, two years before the book was even published. In 2019, Mike Barker, a frequent director on *The Handmaid's Tale*, was involved in adapting the work into feature. The Duffer Brothers are currently busy working on season four of *Stranger Things*, which is expected to premiere later this year. The series has expanded its cast for the next season, nabbing actors like A Nightmare on Elm Street's Robert Englund and Game of Thrones's Tom Lannister. The talisman marks the next project in a line of recent Stephen King adaptations from Hollywood, including Doctor Sleep, the It films, HBO's The Outsider, and Hulu's Castle Rock. In 2017, Netflix released two King adaptations, one being Geralt's Game, which is not a Hey Arnold episode, and 1922. The final report of the day, coming from, you guessed it, IGN, reports that Hogwarts Legacy lead designer Troy Leavitt has left developer Avalanche Software and quit the project following controversy around his YouTube channel. Leave it became the centre of controversy two weeks ago when journalist Liam Robertson pointed out that the designer had previously uploaded a number of videos in the past that, among other subjects, expressed support for the Gamergate movement and downplayed high profile cases of sexual harassment. Leavitt has now explained on Twitter that he has left Avalanche Software, adding that he has nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev team, and WB Games. In a follow up, Leavitt says that he felt absolutely secure in his position at Avalanche but made the choice to resign. Neither Avalanche Software nor Warner Brothers Games have commented on Leavitt's departure at time of writing. IGN has contacted both for comment. Hogwarts Legacy, scheduled for release in 2022, has seen a number of controversies since announcement, primarily centred around J.K. Rowling's transphobic views. Avalanche has previously explained that Rowling is not directly involved with Hogwarts Legacy, although she does earn money from WB's use of the IP. And a recent report suggested that the game will allow for transgender characters to be created by players. WB Interactive President David Haddad previously refused to criticize Rowling, saying that she has the right to hold her opinions. IGN previously wrote about how Harry Potter fans are coping with the rolling news. That's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on more pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time, where I post all the pop culture news. Every day of the week. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Wooska. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.